Hey everybody, how you doing today? It's Pastor Chip again. Thank you for tuning in. Standing here on the, the porch pulpit. And uh, talk about a topic that seems to be... Seems to be a pro... Uh, systemic <laughs> problem that we have with our world today. It has to do with our children. Disobedient children, to be exact. Um, you know, we've raised our kids up. We we do the best we can. We spank them. We used to use a switch when I was a kid. Now they're saying you can't use a switch. But I tell you what, a switch was awesome. It taught you a lot of things. It taught you how to high step, to dance, to run, taught you not to back talk, taught you how to cry, taught you respect, it taught you humbleness. Because when you went to school, you had to march to those switch on your legs and you were humble. People learned, saw that you had a discipline reassignment at home, a come to Jesus meeting as you were. Switches were great, were great. But you know, um, my parents grew up, and grandparents grew up. If you back talked a parent, you may have lost your teeth and got a black eye. I know my cousin talks routinely about his daddy whipping them with uh, plow lines. And uh, making them hold on, hold on to the side of the barn that they let go while he was whipping them. They got whipped more. Um, and I know it was hard times, and people say it was hard times back then, you know. But discipline was a real thing. It was a real thing. The lack of discipline reflected on not just you, but your family. And a child that didn't have discipline usually grew up to cause trouble. Do I disagree with a lot of that stuff? No, I think we need to have it today. I think we need to go back to, to beating the children in school in front of the class with the paddle boards like they did when I was growing up. Everybody saw it. You got embarrassed. You got your hand, your uh, rear end tanned. Warmed up. Some of those paddles were neat. They had holes drilled in them. Some were plexiglass. Just creative ways the teachers made paddles, and some that whistled through the air. And you know, there should be a museum for paddles for corporal punishment. Um, I knew a woman in Germany. I said during World War Two, a schoolmaster was. Beating a child so bad that uh, one of the big boys in class picked him up and set him on the wood stove because he beat that small child so bad. You know, things could get out of hand. They did get out of hand. But we had discipline. Now, you can't discipline your child, but 
they expect us to be responsible for them. And then we have ruined our family unit with letting people... Um, how do I say this diplomatically? We encourage divorce and single mothers and... We don't encourage the men to stay in the home and we, re we reward divorce in our courts. Don't get me started on that. That's a whole other topic. I'll be preaching. I'll need a ladder to get up on my soapbox for that. But the Bible takes disobedience and of a child very serious very serious and I know we have Old and New Testament I know we have Old Levitical law and we're living under Jesus the grace of Jesus but I'm going to show you how thousands of years discipline span and we're going to start with Exodus. Exodus 21. That's after the Egypt, uh, nation of Israel left Egypt, the Exodus out of Egypt, and they were the Israel nation. God was giving them laws to live by. And I want you to listen to what Exodus 21.17 says. And he who curses his father or mother shall surely be put to death. Did you hear that? He who curses his father and mother shall surely be put to death. It didn't say anything about a kid in there, did it? I didn't, you didn't hear me say a kid. But hey, you can't have a father and mother if you're not a kid, are you? If you curse your father and mother... shall be put to death. Let's go up to verse um, 15, right above it. He who strikes his father or mother shall surely be put to death. Two verses. If you curse or strike your parents, you shall be put to death. What do you think about that? That was Exodus. That was Exodus. That was coming out of Egypt, wandering the desert, getting the laws. And you think we, we uh, spanking a child is bad. If you're in public somewhere in Israel and you got your teenage kid or young adult or whatever, and he curses his mom out and tells her, you're a sorry piece of crap because you wouldn't let me borrow the chariot for the weekend. I hope you die. And slaps her? Well, what do you think's going to happen if everybody sees it? Ain't going to be no repeat offenders. Ain't going to be no problems. He's going to be put to death. Let's flip on over to Deuteronomy. Let's look at Deuteronomy 21. 
18 through 21. Deuteronomy 21, 18 through 21. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and who, when they have chastened him, will not heed them. Okay, hold on right there. If you're listening to me on this podcast and you've got children, have you ever experienced any of that that I've just said? If you have teenagers or young adults, have you ever experienced that? Yes, you have. I'm going to read verse 18 again. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and who, when they have chastened him, will not heed them. Verse 19. Then his father and mother shall take hold of him and bring him out of the out to the elders of his city and to the gate of his city. Verse 20, And they shall say to the elders of his city, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. That's verse 20. You've, your son or child has pushed you beyond limits. He's rebellious, doesn't obey, partying all the time. You can't do anything with him. You've lost control. You take him before the elders of the city and tell him, this son is stubborn and rebellious. He won't obey our voice. And guess what they do? Verse 21 then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall put away the evil from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. You hear that? The last sentence says a lot. Israel shall hear and fear. You see, that's what's wrong with our world today. If somebody commits a crime, they're like, it's okay, no big deal. I'm going to maybe do five to five to ten, and I'll be out. I'll do it again. That's a rhyme. Five to ten, I'm out, and I'll do it again. And that's the way they, they live it. I get my tear tattoo on my eye, on my cheek, go to jail for five to ten, and I'm good. I'm out. What's a man's life worth? Five to ten. If the people in the United States knew, if they raised a hand to their parent, if they disobeyed, if they didn't listen, that they would be summarily executed, the world, the United States would all hear, because it said, Israel shall hear and fear. They will hear and they will be afraid. They would respect their parents for fear of them being turned over to the hands of authorities. Who? What do you think about that? Hear and fear. 
But now, let's flip on over to the New Testament a little bit. Let's flip over and see what they say in Matthew. Because, you know, this is thousands of years, you know. I mean, this is Old Testament stuff, right? So, I mean, surely, from the time that Exodus and Deuteronomy was written and go through all those thousands of years in the Old Testament, they, they move forward a little bit in their um, housekeeping, how would you say, their humanity. They, they became a little more civilized. They didn't just execute kids for doing things, right? That's what you're saying, right? And everybody says, well, you know, Jesus came and he preached love and grace that we should love one another, we should honor our father and mother, we should respect people, we should turn the other cheek. You know all that stuff. You know what I'm talking about. We've all heard it before. Well... Matthew 10:21 10:21 It says now brother will deliver up brother to death and a father his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death Children are rising up against parents and cause them to be put to death and This is what we're talking about when we're in the end times We're kind of getting there aren't we But over in, over in verse uh, chapter fifteen, verse four, says, "I'm gonna read a little bit of before it, so you get the context." It said, "The scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the traditions of the elders?'" For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. And he answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God because of commandment of God because of your trans tradition? Verse 4 says, For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and mother, and he who curses his father and mother, let him be put to death. goes on to say that the Pharisees say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is the gift to God, then he need not honor his father and mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God no effect by your tradition. You see, God, Jesus even acknowledges commandments we're to honor our father and mother. But then the Pharisees have minimized it. You see, I think people are confused, honestly. They read this Bible and they get all this Jesus love stuff. And they forget that Jesus says... I didn't come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill the law. We are under the law, but we're given grace 
from filling every iota, right? We're still supposed to honor our father and mother. And we're still supposed to obey the law of the land. But look what we have look what we have created. We have minimized respect. We have minimized obedience. What the courts have essentially said is do as we say, not as we do. That is, you're not allowed to discipline your children, but we're allowed to send them to jail for not obeying us. You can't beat your child, but we can send them to prison for for drugs and stealing and stuff. I tell you what, when I grew up, There was two fears I three fears I had. No, switch it back to two fears. I had a fear of getting caught, whether it was by the police or the teachers or somebody in my community that saw me do something stupid and ratted me out. I had that fear of getting caught. Why did I have that fear? Because then I had the fear of my dad finding out. And if my dad found out, you would pray that God would take you before he was finished with you. But you see, children don't have that fear today. Did I hate my dad? No, I didn't hate my dad. Did my dad beat my rear end? Your dad blame right, he beat my rear end. Am I a worse man for it? No, I don't put my blame on my dad beating me. My dad did his best to raise up children that feared the Lord, respected authority, and respected the parents. You know what? We didn't have cell phones when we was kids. We had pay phones. And they were pretty common. You didn't have to go far. You could find one unless you was out in the county. And if my parents told me to be home at 11 o'clock and I was somewhere and I looked down and I was like, Oh no, it's like 10 to 11. I'm, I can't get home by 11. I would pull over, I have my friends or whoever I was with, we'd find the nearest payphone. And I would call my mom and dad and say, Look, I got carried away or, or too far away or whatever it was, and I didn't realize where I was. I'm on my way right now, but I'm going to be five minutes late. They were okay with that because I respected them and their rules and I informed them, I didn't leave them hanging. If I wanted to go to a movie with my friends, and my friend says, we can't make the 7 o'clock, but we can make the 9.30 movie, I'd look at that thing, and I'd figure out when it ended, and I'd call my parents, say, hey, we're, Mom, Dad, we're wanting to go to movies. 
But I'm probably not going to make it home by 11 because this movie gets out at, you know, 1045 and I got a 20-minute drive to the house. Can I go to the movie with my friends? And they always said yes. Just be home as soon as you can. And that old saying in the neighborhood that you see on the Internet that your parents said, be home by the time the street lights come on, we didn't have street lights where I lived. We had darkness. And my parents said, be home before dark. You better be home before dark. You didn't go nowhere that you couldn't be back before dark on foot as a kid. But now today, we got social services that's supposed to do our parenting for us. And we got children that are getting killed in foster care and by their parents and being starved and being beaten. Why? Because those kids' parents didn't get a beating when they were growing up. Because our government doesn't let people beat people. Our government is worried about image instead of producing responsible adults. That, people, is disobedient children. That is the problem with our world. That's the why, why we are where we are. That's why they're burning down Portland, Oregon, and these other cities. Those kids, just think, 20 years ago, just 20 years ago, that was not that long ago. And you couldn't spank a kid 20 years ago. You couldn't paddle them in school. You couldn't snatch a, snatch a knot in their rear end like my daddy used to say. You couldn't lift them up by the back of their hair. You couldn't bust their lips if they backtalked you. Yes, that has been done in my family. And now what do they do? They burn down cities. They tear up places. Back when I was growing up, you was in a riot and your parents found out, you got drugged downtown and you paid for whatever you destroyed after you were beat near to death by your parents. And you know what? If I was over at Jim's house and Jim done something stupid and I was with him and I done it too and his parent beat him, well, he beat me too. And I didn't say, I'm going to go home and tell my daddy because you know what? Jim's daddy was going to call my daddy and when I got home, I was going to get it from my daddy too. That's the problem we have. Like in Deuteronomy, people don't get discipline and people don't hear about it. We are too easy on everybody. Everybody's got to have a comfortable life. Everybody has to have the American dream at our, at our government's expense. People, it can't keep going on. It can't keep going on. It's unnatural. Our world is upside down. And we're end times are coming. Whether you believe it or not, the end of the United States is... We're not guaranteed to be a super nation forever. Rome wasn't. Many other countries have come and gone. We need to get God back in our lives, people. 
We need to get God back in our homes. We need to get our children back in the churches. We need to get our hearts right. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in and listening. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. And uh, thank you for everything.